This is a 98FM podcast. All right, then you would have heard this uh, case today, but a 72-year-old serial abuser who had attacked his daughter for nine years was released on bail today for health reasons pending an appeal. Patrick O'Brien abused his daughter for nine years, starting when she was only eight years of age. Um, we'll hear from his daughter in a minute. She has said she's devastated. And the judge said that because of his illness, he has a heart complaint, that it was a difficult case to deal with. Here's his daughter outside court earlier on. The price of this has just been too high for us. I just can't... I, I just can't believe that, that this has happened. He said he was remorseful. Has he ever said sorry to you in any way at all? No. Never. That's a very distressed uh, Fiona Doyle, his daughter outside court, who, who of course gave up her an- anonymity so that he could be named. But uh, he got a 12-year uh, sentence, suspended to three, and now, pending an appeal, he has been released on bail because of his health. So what I'm asking you tonight is, when found guilty of a crime, should circumstances be taken into account or not at all? When sentencing somebody, should, should circumstances be taken into account or not at all. If you want to talk to me, 1850-22-98-98. Give me a call on that or text me on 53981. Maria, you're on 98 FM. How are you doing? Hiya, Joan. How are you? Very good, thank you. Terribly, desperately disturbing uh, case today. I mean, it's been disturbing anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, do you think that circumstances in some cases should be taken into uh, into account? No, I don't. Because when the person... Okay, for example, this... Mr. O'Brien today, he didn't take into account that it was his eight-year-old daughter at the time. Absolutely. So why should it be taken into account his age and sickness now? Um, now, it was it was said that he could have been treated in prison, yeah. um, but that is not the case. That's, that's not been the case. Uh, do, you, do you find this shocking? Do you think that people will stop reporting abuse if this is the outcome? Yeah, I do. I mean, if if he could have been treated in in prison or his medication could have been kept up, he should have been sent to jail. If it's on bail till his appeal, or I don't know what, he has a right to appeal. I mean, he pled guilty, so it wasn't like he's appealing his being found guilty. Why yeah, he isn't he sent to jail? Right, right at the very end, he did. Up until then, he hadn't. But at the at the very end, he he, he said yes, he was guilty. Yeah, but there you go. He admitted it. He said, yeah, I did the crime. So. You do the crime, you do the time. So why is he... I can't get my brain around why he's released on bail. And I think you're right that will victims of abuse will look... May, some may look at this and go, well, what's the point? You go through all that trial and dealing with the guardie and facing your abuser to then them go, in my opinion, it's like you're very bold. Don't do that again. And off you go with your life. Do you think victims... Uh... Do you think that this kind of abuse... I mean, it is it is, it is is the one type of abuse that destroys lives. I mean, abuse it destroys lives anyway, but this destroys... Nobody Nobody comes out unscathed out of this, and, of course, Fiona Doyle's life is destroyed. Um, she gave up her right to anonymity because she wanted him to be named. Do you think, yeah. do you think that, you know... Do you think that people will stop reporting this type of abuse? Well, I think I think you'll get some that will, some that won't, some that wouldn't report it anyway. It wouldn't matter what the outcome of this case or any case was. Some people just lock it in a box in their head and 
like if I don't acknowledge it, it didn't happen. It was years ago. But for her to give up her anonymity and last week before the trial finished for him to say, yeah, I did it. And you hear, hear the difference between last week and this week when, when she's talking. She's destroyed today. To me, it sounds like she's back to square one of when she said it happened to her. Um, do you think anyone, Maria, uh, should people's circumstances be taken into account? Now, we know that cases like the Lockerbie bomber was released when it was found that he was dying of cancer and he, and he, was, he was released. In, in certain circumstances, should, should people be released or, should, you know, should, they, should their circumstances be taken into account, do you think? No. I don't. If if you're going to jail for life, whether it's for whatever the sentence would be, you should serve your time. It wouldn't matter what the circumstances, whatever about if somebody belonging to you dies, like, right, we'll let you out and go to the funeral and you come back. Should people get out for for, for that? If, if, you know, um, I mean, I know that that a, um, a a young boy who allegedly shot his father was allowed out for his funeral there two weeks ago. Should should that be the case as well, or should it just be no, a blanket, no, you're in, that's it? Well, I think if it's, say, a mother or a father or even a grandparent, right, fair enough, or a sibling, but not so much the, the broad family. I mean, people have aunties and uncles and cousins. They'd be using every excuse in the world to, to get a day out. But, you know, certain circumstances, yeah, but not just because you're old and feeble now and that incident happened... 40 years ago when you were well able and you're, there was nothing wrong with you. You have okay, to be so, caught now. Okay, so it, does, it doesn't matter what age you are when you're eventually found guilty. It is, is, it's what you, you did the crime. Should there be levels then, do you think, Maria? Should there be levels of crime where there is no way that you can be, that you, you can have any time out at all if, if it is a certain level of a crime, like abuse or murder or manslaughter or something like that? Yeah, I suppose you could look at it that way, depending on what, you know, as you say, levels of crime. But then again, with the judicial system, there should be consistency with sentences. Because, I mean, you're reading the paper every day, different judges give different sentences for the same crime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, when I don't, I know every crime's not the same, but similar enough crimes where, say, a rapist got five years off one judge and... 15 years off another judge but a rapist is a rapist depending on the judge depending on the sentence well a woman was sent to prison on Friday for not sending her kids to school uh, they lost they missed days in school I know it's serious but she she, she got a jail, a jail term so there you go listen Maria good talking to you okay alright thanks John thanks Bye. a million thank you uh, when found guilty should circumstances be taken into account account sorry when sentencing or not at all and we're specifically talking about Patrick O'Brien he abused his daughter for nine years starting when she was eight Um. And he was given a 12-year sent- sentence, suspended to three, but he has been released on bail. He's appealing the sentence. He's been released on bail for health reasons. So is this a good enough reason to let anybody go? And if you're found guilty, should circumstances ever be taken into account? 1850-22-9898. Give me a call on that or text me on 53981. Paddy, you're on 98FM. How are you doing? Not so bad, John. Um, what do you think, Paddy? Um... Right, the court system in general, uh, I feel it's just too lax. Um, they, the, this case, uh, this case here is just one of many that's gone through, um, gone through the courts, and they, you see, they, they get, they get what twelve years with nine suspended, uh, which meant that that those twelve years would have been holding, uh, standing over him if he ever committed any crimes. 
uh, which why why give him any suspended part? Why not just send him to jail, give him a straightforward sentence, and have his his victim let his victim have some justice? You know, if he dies in prison, that's that, like he chose what path he chose his crime. Let him have a sentence. I I do think that we need to stop giving um, criminals, uh, especially the recidivist criminals, like the repeat crimes. Stop giving them suspended sentences. Um, it seems it, it seems bizarre. Now the sentence is the sentence, but it it it, it seems bizarre that a, a sentence of twelve years is suspended down to three, and then somebody gets off on bail. Do we need do we need judgment coming from Europe about things like this? That look, if you do this type of crime, this is you you're in for ten years, you're in for twelve years, you're in for fifteen years, or you're in for five years, and that is the time that you serve. You could say you could say that, but right at the moment, for a section fifteen A, which is possession of over I think thirteen and a half thousand uh, euro worth of drugs or something along those lines, but there's a mandatory minimum yeah. of ten years. Yeah. To date, uh, to the best of my knowledge, there's been one, possibly two people that have actually got the mandatory minimum. I think there was a man in July, wasn't there? Last July, he'd been smuggling. Uh, I think he'd been smuggling on a boat or something like that, and he got he got a very long sentence, but. Um, so where do you think that the judiciary get their in or, or, or get their ideas from? Are are they going to the letter of the law, or what do you think is going on? I, I don't know. It's I know it's very hard because I I don't know either. Is it the, the problem that that I one of the problems that I see is that right all of the judges are political appointees, so each one of the judges are appointed by. Uh, by political parties over a, a certain amount of time, so they're getting the, the judicial system in line with their own views, which mm. allows for a lot, um, uh, I suppose, a lot more liberal thinking um, and a lot more lax thinking. Um, well, I don't, I don't know, and I mean, we can't say that in every in every case that they're they're lax or liberal. But I suppose, it, by virtue of the fact that we are all human. You know, a certain amount of of our own discretion and our own our own history would go with that job. But you know, you would you would hope, but it just doesn't seem to be. You would hope that they would they would you know they would take everybody's, you know, what somebody deserves. That that should be what they get. But um, should there be just like mandatory sentences handed down and said, look, this is the way. This is what you have to give. Or not? Eighteen fifty twenty two, ninety eight ninety eight or five three ninety eight one. Do you think that's the way it should be? Because there does seem to be an awful lot of room for very short sentences or very long sentences. But if you if you do that, then you're setting um, you're setting in one way you're setting a a, 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 a set system where regardless of um, the circumstances, whether the the crime was very aggressive. Say, right, we'll say you give five years for uh, an armed robbery. Mm. Ma- uh, mandatory minimum five years. Mm. If someone goes in there and waves an imitation gun or a, uh, an actual gun in the face of somebody or puts the gun to their head, puts the gun um, the, to in front of a, a, a glass window that's that may be protecting them, or whether it's... Uh, whether I know, see, so you, you do need levels. All right, all right. Listen, yeah. Pat, Paddy, Paddy, good talking to you. No problem. Thanks a lot. 1850, thanks. Bye-bye. 1850, 22, 98, 98 is the number. Or you can text me on 53981. I'm joined now by Ellen O'Malley, 
uh, Dunlop, uh, the CEO of the Dublin Rape, Rape Crisis Centre. Ellen, uh, thank you very much for joining me. Is, is Not this, at all. Is hello, this, Joan. Hello, Ellen. Is this going to stop victims of this type of desperate abuse from reporting it at all? I would hope not. Uh, um, it is uh, This woman in this case has shown enormous courage in staying the, you know, the, the length of the criminal justice process and that's very, very difficult. I mean, it's rape and sexual abuse are terribly difficult crimes to prove because mm. it's so often one person's word against another and I mean, she has shown amazing courage and tenacity. It's been a long time since she was a child mm. and we mustn't forget that she was a very small child when this abuse began. Absolutely, and uh, it is absolutely shocking, you know, the, the type of abuse that was visited upon her by her father, you know, the person who, um, you know, one would expect would be the most trustworthy for any child. Um, and uh, she, she is incredible. I, I mean, it's just so sad to see how devastated she was today. Um, she sa- she after sounds completely broken today, the poor girl. Absolutely, but also, I mean, she, I mean, she said, you know, she wasn't giving up, which is just terrific, and she showed such generosity as well to other um, victims by coming out and waiving her right to anonymity. Um, because, and, and I would hope that she will give other uh, people in similar circumstances the courage to stay the course and one would hope that the DPP will bring this case to the Court of Criminal Appeal and that she will eventually get justice. Why do you think um, Ellen, and I know it's very hard on, on each individual case, but that first of all he, he got a 12 year suspend, uh, sentence, sorry, then suspended to three and now this man is out on bail, even though, and we know he has a medical condition, but even though he, he could be treated in prison. Why do you think um, he, was, he was shown that leniency, I suppose? To be honest with you, Joan, it's absolutely baffling. It, 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 it's, it's just beggar's belief, uh, to be honest with you. I, I, I couldn't give you, I couldn't even begin to attempt to make an you know, uh, uh, try and understand it. I can't understand it um, because, as you well, as you rightly say, uh, the prison system did say that they would be able to cope with whatever his illness is. Um, so I, I don't understand it, to be honest with you. I just don't. The man himself, um, Patrick O'Brien, has never apologised to his daughter for what he has done. Um, I mean, no, he, he he hasn't, and and I suppose he, but he, I, the mitigating factor that uh, Justice Carney took into consideration in his sentencing was the fact that he did plead guilty, and uh, now while he has never, as as his daughter said, he has never said sorry. Uh, I mean, that is just like so shocking. But I mean, for somebody to do what he did to her as a child. Um, you know, the, obviously, um, it, it, again, it's it's outside of any normal person's understanding. Um, but uh, I would hope that she gets her apology. I hope that she gets justice. She deserves it. And I would also say, Joan, there are obviously will be people who are listening mm. who will need support and who may be in similar circumstances and are questioning as to whether or not they should follow through. And we would 
say, you know, there is support there for you. 1-800-77-8888 is a 24-hour national helpline for victims of rape and childhood sexual abuse. And there's always a trained person at the end of the line. It's again, it's 1-800-77-8888. And we'll put, that, we'll, we'll put the number up on, on the 98FM website as well. Tell me, Ellen, before I let you go... Um, does there need to be some kind of, like, degrees of sentencing? So if, if you've committed this kind of crime, this is what you know, you know, you are sure if you're bringing somebody to court for doing something, uh, committing a, a, a desperate crime like this, that you know they're going to get five years or ten years or fifteen years. Why do you think that, should there be, A, I suppose, Alan, should there be, you know, a, a definite sentence? And why isn't there? Well, there are, there are actually, yeah, there are, you know, like 12 years is a very serious sentence and it does reflect the seriousness of the case. Um, But what I think needs to happen is we need to have sentencing guidelines. And I know Justice Susan Denham had, before she became Chief Justice, had done, uh, you know, made suggestions. I think it's called ISIS, which is, again, looking at sentencing guidelines for judges. You know, they have that in other common law jurisdictions jurisdictions which we have and in England they have that and I think we certainly do need to look at something of that nature while I think it's really important I think your previous uh, caller was talking about how important it is for us not to have mandatory sentencing because crimes are so different and complex and it is really important that judges have discretion but I do think sentencing guidelines is something that we certainly need to look at Okay, well, look for now, and we do hope, as I said, the number um, is uh, 1-800-77-8888 for now. Ellen O'Malley Dunlop from the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre. Listen, thanks a million. Thank you very much, Thanks, Ellen. Bye, bye-bye. Okay, what I'm asking you tonight is, when found guilty, should circumstance be taken into account when sentencing or not at all? We're talking about Patrick O'Brien, who abused his daughter for nine years, starting when she was eight years of age. Now, his daughter, Fiona Doyle, um, waived her anonymity so that he could be identified. She is extremely distressed outside court today because he has been given bail because of ill health. So that's what we're talking about. Should circumstance be taken into account when sentencing or not at all? 1850-22-9898. Call me on that or text me on 53981. Just before we get to Kim, um, some of your texts. Fiona's been let down again by our justice system. Her and her husband and kids are in bits tonight. That judge has a lot to answer from Fiona's suffering goes on it is just not right I'm disgusted says another texter that that man was allowed onto the streets as someone who was sexually assaulted I'm disgusted and sickened by the judge and the sentence Uh, Linda said they wonder why innocent people won't come out and report having been raped when cases like this are being overlooked the poor girl went through a lot in her life and the man that took her innocence is walking free Ireland is a joke says Linda Kim you're on 98FM you're welcome how are you doing? Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Uh, what do you think of this today? It's just, it's, I, I don't even like swearing, but it is an absolute disgrace. It's a joke. I mean, to get away with something like that, that's exactly what he, what he has been, uh, has done. He actually got away with it. He walked free. While that, while that girl still had to live every day of her life with knowing what he'd done and got away with it free. Is a sixty or is a seventy-two-year-old man? Do you think it's 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 because he's seventy-two and that um, it's felt that he's of no harm to anyone anymore, or are there other are there other factors? Do you think? 
come in and tell you, right, at, the age, at that age, he still has all his faculties. He's still able to get aroused no matter what. And he's still going to do it to somebody else. And to know, and knowing that he got away with it, but though his face is going after it all over the paper, uh, either today or tomorrow, it's still not going to make a difference. He's still going to do it. Well, I suppose, do you think it'll deter... Now, Ellen O'Malley Dunham from, from the uh, Rape Crisis Centre said she hopes it doesn't deter other people from taking cases. Do you think it will stop other people from reporting? Yeah, I do actually think that, yeah. I mean, I, I know somebody personally that was actually raped and um, she, because... <clears throat> sorry, because she was underage, right. um, she couldn't be named, but he could. You know what I mean? But it's... It, People still know, knew who he was. Okay, okay. And um, did she, was she successful? Um, yeah, she won her case, but he only served um, two or three years out of, I think it was out of six or seven years that he was supposedly have gotten. But he went, as soon as he got out, he went and done the same thing again. And is it, Kim, do you think that either sexual abuse, rape, is, is not taken seriously in Ireland? Is, is that what's wrong or is that... It's not. It's not It's not taken seriously, though, when you think about it. If they can let a man who's doing something like that go daughter and get away with it, and I'm going to keep on stressing the point that he actually got away with it, even though he stood trial and he was given the mandatory sentence, he still walks away with a free because he doesn't have to do it because of his age. Now, there are guidelines, as, as um, Ellen said, there are guidelines for judges and it has to be at their own discretion. Should we, should we take it look that he knows the ins and outs, uh, outs of the case and that's why he decided that? Or do you just think, look, none, no illness should ever, should it ever be taken into account for anybody? To no, it care? shouldn't. No, it shouldn't. No, because that has put his own daughter through nine years of sheer hell and got away with it. And regardless of if he's feeling sick or whatever, he should still be able to do his part, regardless of his, regardless of his ill health or his age. Richard, you're welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hi. Hi, Joan. Hi. How are you? Good, thank you. Richard, uh, what do you think? Oh, I, I, I think it's, it's, it's an absolute disgrace, the, the way that uh, the sentences for child abuse go in this country. I, I, I don't know why it is. They always seem to be, every time... They're uh, <clears throat> they're up on charges. They're always eighty years old. They they don't seem to be able to. You know, and this happened like maybe twenty years ago, and it just you know they always seem to get away on this thing, on bad health and all that. And uh, like you got a guy who was uh, sentenced to six years yeah. for uh, <clears throat> importing um, oh the garlic, garlic. Is yes, yeah, yes, that's yes, right. yes, yes, and yes, you know. These guys, three years. I mean, three years for for abusing a child for, for nine years. years. Yeah, I know. I know. It's horrendous. It is. It is absolutely horrendous. Um, now, there, there, there's something else I want to bring up, and I want to want to see what you what you think about this. In Ireland, as far as I'm aware, um, most people who have gone to court, and I actually I am aware of this. Most people, and I say most, not every single one, but most people who have gone to court for possessing child pornography, which loads of children are being abused uh, yeah, you know, yeah they get suspended sentences Richard that's right yeah I, I, mean, I don't understand that because it's I think it's seen it? as being on the lower end of abuse or something and, and uh, I mean, that's right it, it's just it's unreal I mean you, you have people who you know 
there was a priest there a few years ago, and he um, <clears throat> he had seventy counts of child abuse against him. He got eight years in jail, which he'd served four years, and I mean four years that worked out at two weeks per child's life that was ruined. Yeah, I know, I know. And his sentence probably ran concurrently as well. That's, that's the other thing. That's the other thing in, in this country. Why do the sentences run concurrently? I have no idea. Let's say I no if idea. I drive from here to Cork and I'm caught in three speed traps on the way, I get six points. I don't get two points because it was just one trip. Yes, um, yes, I know. Yes, yeah, you you, know, you have somebody who abuses children and they have 70 counts of uh, child abuse against them and yet they only get one sentence. What, what's that all about? I have no what? idea about concurrent sentencing and why they do it. I don't, I don't well, understand. Well, yeah, somebody will have to find out about this. Why does it happen? Um, what do you think about concurrent sentencing? 5298 This is where, uh, and I know a case of a man who abused a brother and a sister. He abused both of them and he got four, eight years. He got four years for each of them, but he's serving four years because the sentences are, running, right. are, are oh. running concurrently. I yeah. don't get it. I, I don't, don't get it either. I really don't. Because there are lives destroyed here. Do you think, Richard, that it will stop people? Now, God forbid it does, but do you think it will stop people from reporting? I do too. I, yeah, I do. I definitely do. And it, I, I mean, it, it's, I mean, I, I can't think of a more heinous crime. Killing somebody is one thing, but I think child abuse is an awful lot worse, 10 times, 100 times worse than uh, killing somebody. Um, should there be directives now, as uh, Eleanor Malley Dunlop said from the Rape Council, she said, uh, you know, sentencing guidelines. They, they are, should be. They, they definitely should but be. But they are there. Apparently sentencing guidelines are there for judges. But she says mandatory sentencing doesn't work because um, it has to be at the discretion of the judge. They have to, you know, there are a lot of mitigating factors in cases. Um, but there, there has to be, there has to be some kind of across the board sentencing, surely. I think there should be. I mean, they can do it in America because, you know, you get a sentence, well, that's 5 to 10 or that's 20 to 30 or whatever. There's a minimum and maximum, you know, and I I I can't see anything wrong with that. There are degrees, like there, there's first degree murder, second degree murder, there's all that kind of stuff, whether you meant to do it or, you know, and... and That's right, yeah, dimin- exactly, Diminished yeah. responsibility and all that kind of stuff comes into it, so, I mean... This so you have a, you have a degree, you a degree of, of crime, and you also have um, a degree of sentence, and the judges can work it out from that, but they're not just going to get away with three years for ten years abuse. Should, should circumstances, do you think, ever be taken into account, Richard? I was talking about the Lockerbie bomber. He was released. Um, and no, I don't. I, I, I honestly... I, you know, Joan, you know what I think? I think that if... Even if a man is convicted of something at 80 years old and he's in bad health, well, he should be brought into jail and he could serve it out until he dies. And, uh, I mean, uh, sometimes I even think they should be buried in the jail and then... Reexamined when their when their uh, sentence is over. So you just say you, know? you just say serve your time and let that. Yeah, be serve the time. You know this this thing of being you know in ill health is ridiculous. Has yeah. she? And I mean, it, it, it is awful. We will play that clip from Fiona Doyle again in a minute because she spoke outside um, the court today and she sounds broken. But has yeah. she? Has she won because he has been found guilty? I mean, maybe perhaps in that that she can. She can get some kind of comfort from the fact that he has no, been no, that, that, that's that's no, that's no deal. I mean, I mean, if if the, the man the man abused her for ten years, he he shouldn't be able to walk out of the court. 
it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, you have somebody who steals a handbag and they can't walk out of the court. It just seems, it seems very odd. It seems, it, it seems... It, it's ridiculous. It's just crazy. Yeah, there's an awful lot of angry texts coming in. All right, Richard, listen there. Yeah. Good, good talking to you. Thanks a million. Very good okay, points. Okay, John. Thanks, Thanks a lot. lot. Bye. Thank Bye. 1850 2298 Or you can text me on 53981. The serial abuser who attacked his daughter for nine years. He was released on bail today for health reasons pending an appeal. Now, his daughter in her statements... Um, she said the abuse became as 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 regular as as eating dinner. That's how bad it was. Um, uh, and Fiona Doyle waived her right to anonymity so her father would be would be named. He got a twelve year suspended sentence. Susp- sorry, a twelve year sentence suspended to three, and then today because of ill health. Even though the the the, the prison services said they could deal with his heart problem behind bars. He was allowed to walk free. He's out on, on bail pending an appeal. So is this good enough? And if you're found guilty, should circumstances ever be taken into account or not at all? 185022 Or you can text me on 53981. I'm just going to read out some of your messages. Um, a fair play to her, no matter what age he is, he should die roaring in prison for what he did. Ireland is quickly becoming a safe haven for paedophiles. Do you believe that? 53981 and rapists you can get away with it and we don't have a serious register enough sorry another decade and we will be like a third world country where women are raped every 30 seconds it's a disgrace and highly alarming for our children says a texter on 53981 um, let me see Linda you're on 98 FM how are you doing? Hi John uh, what do you think Linda? I think um, the circumstances of him being sick today shouldn't have counted at all. Why do you think it did? Why do you think it did count? Well, I suppose, like, after reading about it and seeing it, they, they like, the judge announced it, that he's not, um, he wouldn't be a danger to anyone else over his illness, but, you know, like, if, if that was the case, everyone could go out and kid, uh, commit a crime. And but I suppose, but being a danger to anybody else isn't, I don't think, is the point, is it? It's, it's you no, have to be, yeah. That, that, that shouldn't be the point, being a danger to anyone else. He was a danger 10 years to his own daughter. And 10 years ago, he wasn't sick when he was doing this to his daughter. And, like, he took away his daughter's innocence. You know, like, I mean, going through something like that, it's not easy. Is it? I'm going to probably annoy people by saying this. Is it something that a man can't understand the damage that it does? I, mean, I think they can. I, 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 I completely disagree. I think they do understand. I mean, there's cases out there of people being abused and raped and they're getting threatened not to say anything. So they clearly know what they're doing. You know, like, I mean, he, 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 God only knows what he was saying to his daughter at the time. Oh, sure, look, it doesn't bear, it doesn't, it actually you know doesn't I mean? bear thinking like, about it. It's just horrific. It's horrific. It is horrific. And then for him to walk free over his illness, and what are, are the state now going to pay for his flat, his accommodation? He's probably getting rent allowance and he's probably going to the hospital with a medical card. I've no idea. I've no idea where he's going to live. I have no idea. No they, idea. They, they, they probably will. They probably will because he's now, after being pictures of him and the cases after going on, he's now, like, to, to everyone else, he's, he's this criminal that should have been locked up. So they're going to keep him safe from people that disagree with the, with the judgment that was given to him. 
that he was able to walk free. So therefore, our government is going to keep him safe away from people that will abuse him. Should, I mean, should the European Court, and I know, look, we're sick of, of case coming down for the European Court, but I mean, should Europe step in at this stage when we when, when sentencing seems to be all over the place, you know, should they step in and say, look, this is the sentence for this. Should there be mandatory sentencing and that's it's done and dusted? And you know, if you're found guilty of that crime, that's what you're going to get. Or do you just think that we need to just take a look at our judiciary? We we, we definitely do need, need to take a look. I mean, it is completely ridiculous that someone can do... I mean, there's people out there that are starving and probably getting caught robbing a tin of sweets over Christmas and they're probably going to get four or five months in prison for this. But someone that can get away with this for 10 years is after walking free. It is completely ridiculous. Does it send a very bad message out to people who are thinking about reporting abuse or not? It does. I mean, in like if, if, if you're a person that was after being abused or raped as a young child and then the people are encouraging you when you see it on the soaps, like if you're affected by this, please ring in. People are not going to ring in when they hear this because they're, you know, they're, they're going to drag themselves through all this. I mean, that, that girl just didn't walk into court on the day. She had to go through a big grueling process of talking about everything that happened before it even got brought to court. So therefore, people are going to go, right, well, I'm not going to put myself through that. And then for him just to walk free. Absolutely not. All right, Linda, good talking to you. Thanks a lot. Okay, thanks. thanks a lot. Thank you. 1850 or at this stage, 53981 is the text number. Um, Catherine, hi, you're on 98FM. How are you doing? How are you? Uh, very good, thank you. Um, now, what do you think, Catherine, of what happened today? I think it's a disgrace the fact that he's let out because uh, one reason that you have to think of, his daughter is obviously looking over her back the whole time. That's the thing. Like The justice system in this country is... Basically, as has been proven, is disgraceful. This, they don't track anybody. Larry Murphy is one particular case that you can look at. They, like, he was walking down Gravel Street like two days later um, after being released. Do you know the kind of way? The justice system is not good enough to even track the uh, people that attack people. Do you know the kind of way? If it's their own kids, if it's rapists, whichever way, the justice system in this case is it's, it's disgraceful. Do you think that it sounds out a, a very bad message? It sounds uh, it sounds a bad message to people that are actually attacked because a lot of people don't even report it now because they know that the justice system in this country won't even hold it up. They won't even hold it up. There's no there's no comeback for the victims at all. Alright, alright. They, they, they literally don't. There's no It's like the person goes in for the sentence for seven years, and that guy got. I don't know. How, I don't know how long he got altogether, but he was released early, or, or whichever way it was. He was released on sick way. You shouldn't be released. He's not being released one bit. And they, they probably say, "Oh yeah, we have him uh, tracked, whichever." No, they don't. Uh, what do you think? They're, they're going to be tagging uh, serious sexual offenders who are going to be released now. They're going to tag them for a certain amount of time. Will that make any difference? No, it won't, because the victim is still going to feel the same way. The victim is still going to feel the same way. It's absolutely no... Com- uh, it's, it does nothing for the justice. That's why victims don't come to, uh, forward with their cases, because the victims are never, ever protected. Even if just tagged, it's never going to be protected. All right. 
All right, listen, Catherine, good talking to you. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. Thanks Bye-bye. a lot. Uh, thank you. 53981. The man has shown no remorse, says somebody on Facebook. Disgraceful. But then again, uh, that's the country we live in, always letting us down, says Ashling. Um, why would women come forward after being raped when judges are giving out sentences like that? Fiona's no comfort in him being found guilty. He walked away with that um, frame, and I think it was a show for the judge. And it worked. Um, my heart goes out to her. We now have become what what most would call a third world regarding women's rights. It seems to be if you have money or ill health, they will brush aside sentencing. Judges have a lot to answer for. Um, it's only It will only send a message to uh, others to rape and abuse to their heart's content. Women will not report such acts completely wrong, says Len. OK, quick break. Back in a second. You've been listening to a 98FM podcast. Download more at 98FM.com.